Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Monday, June 7th, 2021. Hopefully your day is off to a great start. Hopefully you had a good weekend. I know we sure did around our house here. We just kind of had just a chill weekend, not a lot going on, you know, just kind of hanging out around the house. Weather was pretty nice. We had a fire on Saturday night. Actually went to Shake Shack on Saturday. I don't know if you guys uh, live near a Shake Shack, but if you don't, I know they're kind of big. Like the, 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 maybe it is the first one ever was built in Madison Park in New York City. I mean, we've been to that one down there in Madison Square Park. Um, but we have uh, actually a couple here now in Charlotte. I know it's been kind of franchised and it's kind of out and about. Um, but uh, yeah, we went out, went there. They have, they have, and I mean, if you think there's better crinkle cut, cut fries anywhere, you let me know. But Shake Shack has the best, I promise you, the best crinkle cut French fries. If you like those, they're like perfectly salted, perfectly crisp. I don't know how they do it, but they're incredible. So it was great going there and being able to have that. And I actually brought the puppy along too because you were able to eat outside. So uh, he did pretty good. Now he's, he still gets a little bit excited around other people, but we were able to kind of keep him under control. He's, he's getting much better with that. Um, so uh, that was kind of fun, kind of taking him out out on the town and uh, going out for a little bit of a trip. But uh, got some fun things here to talk about today. We got some Star Wars news. We got some Marvel Comics news. Uh, but before we do that, as always, a little bit of housekeeping. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk at M E R K T U R C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. Now, I also this weekend got a chance to uh, start watching The Expanse again. Uh, that was kind of where some of my downtime was, especially in the mornings in that. Um, catching up on that, I'm almost done with season one. I had never actually finished season one, and um, that show just keeps getting better and better. I think kind of having the hype right now of playing some Mass Effect and and just being caught up in that sci- in sci-fi right now, um, I just wanted to kind of jump back into that. And, you know, that show continues to impress just in kind of how they – um, almost kind of ground it more in reality. That's one of the things I know that um, that series is really known for is making sure that everything is, kind of, especially in the books, is, is like explained scientifically and seems real, if, if, I guess if that's the right way to put it. Um, so if you haven't watched The Expanse, go check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. They actually own it now, uh, or the, I guess the, the IP and the, the ability to produce new episodes, which they have done, what, two seasons now, I think, um, Amazon has done. Uh, but that show is great. Go watch it. Uh, I also got the chance this weekend, just kind of on the hype here as we were leading into uh, all these big video game reveals and all that coming up here. Uh, one of the big ones I'm very excited for is Battlefield 6. Got the chance to play some Battlefield 5 again this weekend. I hadn't played it yet on the Series X and, and honestly hadn't spent a lot of time playing it at all. I was trying to think back to just kind of my time with it and uh, I never actually bought Battlefield 5. I know um, having EA access, you get kind of that uh, 10 hour free trial. And um, I liked Battlefield 1. I actually really enjoyed the single-player Battlefield 1, which is kind of weird. I mean, those games are really more known for their multiplayer, of course. Um, But I wanted to play that in Battlefield 5 and then maybe see if the multiplayer was any better than Battlefield 1. I just, I don't like the older weapons. You know, I I like the Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, where it's more modern weapons. Um, And uh, so I jumped into it and actually had a good time. I think my very first match back, I played a massive 32-on-32 Conquest match. And uh, I came in fifth on my team with only like five kills or something like that. And that was really just because it's play the objective, people. You know, when you play PTFO, um, that's what you got to do in those games, you know. And, and I just played a support class, was running around, tossing ammo about, and uh, just taking 
taking points with my squad and that's what it is so it's like here i am you know i'm surrounded by people that have like 32 kills 28 kills all these kills and there i am with a measly six but because i played the objective was just a team player for my squad and for the rest of the you know the rest of my team um we we came out on top and it was a lot of fun so you know i, I don't know if i'm really gonna go back to it right now but uh it is on ea access ea play uh if you do want to play it um and, and do have game pass on xbox uh, but that game visually is just incredible, and the audio design is just just nuts, man. I, I can't wait to see what they do with Battlefield 6. I mean, there have been some leaks, too. I don't know if anybody's seen some of these things. There was kind of a, a cut-up trailer that was kind of put out, um, some screenshots. You know, you can't really gather too much from it other than it is obviously kind of in a near-future-style setting, so I am pretty stoked about that. But so far, I think the uh, overall story and setting seems to be based on a U.S., russia war and um you know for it sounds like it's just going to be kind of wild kind of this next evolution of massive warfare um is going to be pretty cool pretty cool to see kind of as that all comes out um let's see let's just stick on video games here because we're kind of on it ign had had this little uh i don't know they're calling it like a summer fest or something like that and uh, i was kind of scrolling through my feed and suddenly there were all these <laughs> trailers dropping from IGN for all these like smaller indie games. And I'm not even going to bother to try to go through all these because there was a ton of them. And hey, we're here, right? This is kind of E3. We're, we're right in the time. These next two weeks are just going to be loaded with video game news. Uh, but go check those out. There seem to be some kind of neat ones in there. The one that really stuck out to me that was just, and honestly, like, is it really going to be a great game? Maybe not. But just the fact that it exists, I think is kind of funny, is uh, Jay and Silent Bob Chronic Blunt Punch. <laughs> which is a Jane Silent Bob brawler, essentially, which there already, I guess, is kind of this 8-bit game um, called Jane Silent Bob Mall Brawl that is uh, supposedly free right now. It is uh, over on Steam, I believe, and it's a uh, um, digital 8-bit NES game. And uh, actually, it's it's not free. I'm sorry. you got to pick this up. But it's an 8-bit uh, brawler game, kind of in the vein of, like, um, Double Dragon or, you know, one of those kind of final fight but more more 8 bit. I don't think Final Fight ever made it to the the 8 bit side. Uh it was always what 16 32 bit. Uh but this game looks cool, man. It's you know, you know it's going to be loaded with Jay and Silent Bob jokes and and I'm sure a lot of um you know, just pop culture references. Um you know, having played a lot of right now recently with our arcade machine uh X-Men and The Simpsons, like this game is kind of in that vein, you know, of where you're just kind of going through the world. I think it's going to be 20 bucks. You can pre-order it. There's there's a, kind of a backer site that they have right now that gets you uh, even, I, spent, I think if you spend like 60 bucks, you get a physical edition. There's an art book you can get. There's some uh, figurines. Uh, there's these little plushies that look pretty cool. Um, all kinds of different things that you can get uh, for backing the game, which is which is kind of cool. It's just the idea that Jane Stanley and Bob are kind of having some, this renaissance, I think is awesome. I think I mentioned before, Chris and I used to be big fans of um just kevin smith i mean it still am of course but um and we actually drove to uh his comic book shop down in uh, was it red i can't believe it. it's in jersey but we drove like three hours or whatever you know drove down there and uh, uh walt flanagan was working the counter this and this was like probably in 2001 maybe 2000 somewhere around there so uh, I mean, they were popular, but it wasn't like we just walked in. It was just a comic book shop. Walt Flanagan's behind the the counter, and uh, it was neat to see all that. It was shortly after um, oh, what was the, the last movie he put out there before we went. Can't I can't think of the movie that we we that had just come out, but they had a bunch of props and stuff like that kind of set up in there, which was cool. Um, 
But uh, just the idea that, you know, they came out with the reboot, which I actually still haven't even watched yet. Uh, I do definitely got to watch that. But I, I love his podcast. Uh, Kevin Kevin's a great, great person. I just talked recently about his um, his uh, Marvel Method podcast or episode, which is which was great. Uh, but go check out the trailer for this game. I think you, you get a smile out of it and uh, get a kick out of it. It looks like it's going to be just a fun, like I said, kind of deep dive into um, some Jay and Silent Bob just shenanigans or, or schnoogans, I should say, uh, kind of in there. Uh, let's shift gears away from video games and talk about Star Wars The High Republic. We are getting ever so closer to the next kind of wave of books coming out. The one I'm most excited about, of course, is The Rising Storm. This is kind of the direct sequel to uh, Light of the Jedi, which is really the one that, um, you know, I think kind of really goes deep and kind of introduces us to a ton of characters. Uh, Martian Rowe gets into the um, just, man, I don't even want to spoil much there, but there, I can't wait. Can't wait for this book. But on Monday, June 28th, the night before uh, that book launches, they're doing a uh, live virtual event panel. This is from Barnes & Noble's. And uh, it's going to have uh, Kevin Scott, Daniel Jose Older, Justina Ireland, Charles Soule, and Claudia Gray all on it just discussing um, their books. And so uh, this is a Eventbrite uh, thing that you do have to register for, but it is going to be the Zoom call. It's absolutely free. Uh, so if you want to take part in this, if you've been enjoying Star Wars The High Republic, uh, again, it's June 28th at 6 p.m. Eastern. Just, just search like uh, Star Wars High Republic. Barnes and Noble virtual event. You'll find this on there. Register for. It. I hope to be there. I do actually work till seven that night, so I don't know how long it's going to be. Um, but uh, I am going to try to at least kind of have it on. I know I'm actually working at a different store that night. That's a little bit of a slower store, so I'll be able to kind of pop it on, or at least for the drive home. Hopefully, be listening to it if it goes after um, seven o'clock. Uh, but I'm super excited, man. These books. And what's crazy? I think I talked about it before. How they're putting out these like limited editions. Barnes and Noble for their Rising Storm, you get a double-sided mini poster. Um, if you get, uh, this, their version of the book and you get, uh, some early high Republic concept art on those posters, which is, which is pretty cool. Uh, I think I might be going to target though. They have the exclusive, the exclusive cover and, uh, that cover looks pretty sick. Uh, so I think that's where I'm going to be getting it from, but, uh, let me know if you've been, uh, hype, hyped on the high Republic, hit me on Twitter at Mark Turk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C or email me the enthuselife at gmail.com. Now let's switch gears over to some comics news, and uh, we learned finally. I think we I talked about this a couple weeks ago about the X Men, kind of where they were going with the Marvel stuff. And uh, Jonathan Hickman's Hickman's next uh, run here on the X Men, or kind of what he's going to be doing next. We did know it was going to be this book uh, that was kind of untitled, and so now we do know it is called Inferno. And uh, essentially, it's going to be a four issue limited series that's going to be uh, written by him. And I was bringing back some uh, previous X-Men vets, uh, what, Valeri Valerio Shidi, R.B. Silva, and Stefano Caselli. And uh, each issue is going to be at 40 pages long, which is awesome. It's kind of a big, big event. And uh, it looks like it's going to basically feature Mystique, who's determined to see her wife, Destiny, resurrected uh, alongside the rest of the mutant race. Now, up to this point, Professor X was not allowing that to happen. Um, and it uh, seems like Mystique's ready to do anything she needs to do, including burn the nation of Krakoa to the ground to get what she wants. Now, one of the interesting things is if she comes to life, uh, we're going to kind of learn about her uh, 10 lives and the dark secrets uh, that she has. It seems that, um, you know, by, by keeping Destiny dead, um, you know, that, that they've been able to kind of ensure the destruction of Krakoa 
rather than protect it. Now, I could see right now everything in the X-Men universe has all been built about or built around like Krakoa and how it's kind of their nation state and it, it keeps them all together and it keeps everything peaceful. We've started seeing some splinters in the council. If you read uh, X of Swords and kind of been keeping up with the X-Men books, I really have a feeling that this is the true start of either the destruction of Krakoa, which I don't know if it's going to totally go away, but we're going to have a complete splintering in the mutants. And by this point next year, we're going to have a full-on mutant war going on. And this, is, I think, is just kind of the, the spark that's going to kind of kick it off. Um, especially we know with Magneto's trial coming up. I mean, what was that book, you know, the trial of Magneto? Um, there's a lot getting set to happen, I think, in the mutant world with the X-Men. And uh, I really have a feeling this book is going to kind of just set it off. I mean, that Marvel basically says the biggest mysteries of Jonathan Hickman's X-Men era burn away this fall. So, I don't know. We got to wait and see what happens with that. Pretty stoked for that. Now, two other big news uh, involving comics is we kind of learned that <laughs> this is kind of funny that, uh, a new Hulk series is on the way and a new Venom series is on the way. And of course I've talked about my love for immortal Hulk and Donnie Cates run on Venom while well, they're switching. So Al Ewing is leaving immortal Hulk and going over to this new Venom series that's coming. And Donnie Cates is leaving Venom and coming over to this new Hulk series, which is just kind of crazy that they're both just swapping roles. But Knowing what both of those were able to do with those characters, I can't wait to see what they do vice versa by switching it up. Both of these series are coming out later this fall. I, I can't wait to see what this is going to be. I mean, the Hulk, I said, was a character I never cared about ever, ever, ever until I started reading Immortal Hulk. Um, that series is great. It it really you know, creates the Hulk as a... Um, just a scary, scary character. And I think, you know, Marvel said it, I've said it too. It really is a horror book, um, first and foremost. And it is a hero book, if you want to say. I mean, it really isn't a hero book at all. Um, but it just creates just really this um, horror aspect around the Hulk and, and how other people perceive him. And even the art style, you know, a couple of weeks ago or well, a couple of months ago, when I was talking about like Tales from the Crypt and, you know, Vault of Horror and all those books, the art style of Immortal Hulk kind of is evocative of that art style in those books. And so that's great. Um, and then of course the writing around it is just awesome. So to know that Al Ewing is going over to Venom, which in itself is essentially a horror-style character and kind of where he is now with the you know King of Black stuff kind of wrapping up. Interested to see that. And then Donnie Cates, what he's done, not only with Venom, but even with you know Cosmic Ghost Rider and all that, I really want to see what his take on the Hulk is going to be. I think it's going to be um, pretty interesting. So be on the lookout for those here later this year. Uh, I think in November is when those are um, getting set to, to launch, so much later this fall. But uh, it has me pretty stoked for the future of both of those series. Well, guys, that's going to do it for me today. I mean, there's so much news. I was trying to kind of dig through some of the stuff this weekend. And uh, that was kind of the stuff that kind of really just stuck out to me. It's kind of just exciting and things that I'm excited about. Um, tomorrow, I'm sure we're going to have some more news. I mean, we're getting so close here to, uh, you know, Jeff Keighley's Game Fest or whatever he's calling it. And, and um, you know, E3 next week. Lots happening. Um, you know, when is the Netflix event? I think is happening as well very soon too, which is cool. Um, so we're going to have a lot to talk about. Plus on top of that, Wednesday will be Loki Wednesday. We're going to be breaking down the first episode of Loki, which by the way, the first two, uh, episodes have supposedly been seen by reviewers and reviewers are buzzing about 
these episodes seems to be kind of the the what I saw one of the reviews I read just said it's like the best start to any series yet that they put out which has me super excited and then of course Friday we'll be talking some bad bats so we're only gonna get really just three kind of episodes like today on the weeks now here for the next couple weeks which is kind of exciting uh, but other than that guys have a great rest of your day don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk at M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C and of course you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com so until tomorrow everybody have a great rest of your day and we'll catch you next time <laughs>